Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Also, sending a loving reminder to join us over on Patreon if you haven't already where I can better help you help yourself. You can learn more about each support tier by going to www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 227, all about navigating, changing routines, and role shifts. Heck yeah, baby. So this episode was actually requested um, by a Patreon member. So thank you for making that suggestion. I appreciate you. Um, and hopefully it will help uh, not only that that member, but also those of you listening. So yeah, navigating changing routines and role shifts. This is a big one um, because it's something that like <laughs> we're always going through, uh, it seems like. You know, in in small ways, in big ways, um, and maybe not, maybe always is a loaded word, um, but it's bound to happen uh, in our lives, right? Changing routines is something that happens as you grow up and go through school, or you're going into college, why is it only school related? Or you're now living with somebody and you were previously living alone, right? Um, even role shifts in relationships or workspaces or identity. Oh, it's all over the place. It's a big one. It's a, it's a wide one. (laughs) And it's something that I know I've even been um, going through personally with both of my kiddos now being in school and like adjusting to that one, that change in routine, right? So like now I've got three people to like feed and send off in the morning and then also um the role shift of no longer being a stay-at-home mom like I have half my day to myself what (laughs) so those are those are some big things to navigate um and so I want to talk about some things that can help to make these transitions uh as smooth as possible for you so that we don't have this like horrible overlap where you're kind of being pulled into the next thing. Um, and also at the same time being pulled on the, you know, like on the other arm back to the old thing. Um, Cause it just makes that transition take longer and you get to sit in that uncomfortable transitionatory space for, for more than you probably want to be sitting in there. <laughs> so um, first thing I want to kind of touch on is holding awareness. Um, and this is holding awareness of your preferences. Preference? Did I say that right? Preferences? Yes. Okay. Hello. Um, your patterns and also your beliefs. So I'm going to use me for example, because that's all I've got. <laughs> um, and this where my kids have gone to school. Okay. Because it kind of combos the change in routine and the role shifts. So 
um, before, you know, like, so again, this is holding awareness. So I kind of have to like bring front of mind, okay, what were my preferences? What are my patterns? What are my beliefs about this, right? So if I am still holding on to the belief that I am a stay-at-home mom, there is a good chance that I'm going to structure my day still around my kids and their needs and whatever it is I have to do for them. And so maybe it would be like, oh, while they're at school, I'll make sure to pick up their clothes or tidy up their rooms or do their laundry or make sure that I've got snacks ready for when they get home, right? So if I am holding on to that belief that I'm still a stay-at-home mom and I'm not letting myself transition or change into this new role um, of going, mm, I'm no longer a stay-at-home mom. I have, you know, there is this, indep- I don't know what the new role name would be, but there is this now sense of independence um, that half of my day doesn't revolve around, at this point, uh, anyone but myself, right? So I can, once I allow myself to shift that belief, right, it's going to shift my patterns. Um, And those patterns were the things that I was like doing for my kids, right? And so if I allow that belief to shift, I'm going to also be able to shift the patterns of going, okay, what do I want to do with this part of my day? My kids are not home. They're, my priorities do not need to rely around their needs. You know, do I want to take myself for a walk? Do I want to, you know, meal prep something for lunch for myself? Um, do I want to, you get, you get what I'm saying, right? So you can start to really actively go, hmm, what new patterns does this welcome in, right? And what patterns am I allowed to let go of? Can I allow myself to let go of? right? And then the preferences piece is an interesting one because um, of course you can look at, I want to, okay, hold on. I'm going to speak to one side of this and I'm going to flip it. (laughs) Just a minute. (gasps) I'm getting my brain together. Um, The preferences piece can kind of be, so I think before when I was doing the stay-at-home mom thing, I needed to like, I would prefer to like squeeze in like little breaks, you know, where I would go, okay, I'm going to go like shut myself in a room and like read this book for 10 minutes. You know, like that was my preference because it would allow me to feel good. It would allow me to rebalance, um, those kinds of things. Uh, I would, I would even, uh, prefer to like, you know, flip through social media for five minutes, um, because it would allow me, you know, a bit of decompression. Right. So, when the role switched um, and the routine switched and I found myself still doing those things, I'm like, what are you giving yourself a break from? <laughs> like, your preferences are no longer kind of relevant here. Um, so, you know, what are the new preferences? Like, what are the new preferences that I um, want to lean into? So for me, like one of those prefer- preferences, blah, blah, saying it a lot, um, is, a, is a spiritual morning routine. Um, that's something I actually just uh, posted a YouTube video about uh, not that long ago. So you can go watch that if you want. Um, but I started doing a really like thorough spiritual morning routine for myself because I would prefer to set myself up beautifully like that and then go into whatever tasks or, you know, writing or work or responsibilities I would do for the day. 
Um, so, you know, hold awareness for what were the existing preferences, patterns, beliefs, right? So that you can really actively facilitate changing those alongside your routine or alongside that role shift. Um, because if we shift a routine or we shift a role, but we aren't shifting those other pieces, there's going to be this disconnect that happens and you're going to just feel discontentment. And it's just going to sit in there <laughs> and you're going to be like, why? Like, what's the issue? And it's because while your body is in a new place, you know, uh, and maybe even being uh, asked to do new things, uh, your brain is still back in the old place and it's still trying to do the old things. <laughs> and so it creates a conflict and that conflict can end up being really frustrating and really draining Um it's going to totally zap our energy and it might make you really tired or fatigued or just confused and like foggy and just like, what is going on? Why can't I just adjust? <laughs> and that might be why. Um, the other side of it that I was talking about that I wanted to mention is um, when you, oh, how do I want to bring this up? Okay. When you move into that new space, right, the new routine, the new role shift, right, it's important to not necessarily hold awareness, but with intention, right, set up new preferences, new patterns, new beliefs. And I kind of touched on that before, but really it was more about being mindful of what was already existing so that you could help yourself kind of transition into something new. Um, but like, for instance, if your transition is from, we'll go, we'll go stay at home mom to then working at like in a workplace, right? And you are still holding, let's see. Well, and there was this preference of being home. You liked being home, Right. And now you have to go to a place of work. <laughs> so I guess this still touches on the same point. I thought I was making a new point, but maybe not. <laughs> um, it's, it's about facilitating the new preference, right? Because you can. We can shift our preferences. It's like trying a new food where like if you just allow yourself to like lean in and find the qualities that you appreciate in it and that you enjoy in it and that you admire about it, right? that preference can shift. Sure, you might still enjoy being at home, but now, you know, there's a part of you that goes, oh, I prefer getting out of the house for a bit to go to work during the day. Um, I prefer having that change of pace and the ability to um, chat with people and meet different people and um, be in a task-based environment. I don't know. I don't know what it might be for you. Um, and this is, these are all just examples, right? But we have to also have that intention of facilitating, you know, not only the new patterns that are maybe going to be thrust upon us, maybe not, right? We could also have to be intentional. Like for me, I've had to be intentional about what are my new patterns now that my kids aren't home. Nothing is being thrust upon me. I could literally sit at like a potato for half the day. That's available to me. <laughs> but I wanted to create new patterns uh, of being, right? And also facilitating 
new beliefs. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What am I thinking? Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Forgive me. This isn't really mine, but like, let's say my belief is like, my purpose is to be a mom. Like, that's my belief, right? To be the best mom I can be. Um, and I only, that's a horrible example. I was just going to say, I only get that, um, like that belief is reinforced by being home with my kids, right? Now they're not home. So now I can facilitate a new belief. Um, I can be a great mom. I'm the best mom I can be when I take time for myself. Boo! Yeah! Huh. Sorry. <laughs> I got excited. Um, anyway, the point being, holy moly, this, I hope this is helping though. I like to try to give tangible, practical examples because although sometimes it might be like me mansplaining, it's like I'd rather you feel anchored into like, ah, that's what she means rather than the like, just hold awareness of your preferences, patterns, and beliefs and then like leaving it at that. I'd rather you like make sure you thoroughly understand (laughs) as much as I can help you to do so. Anyway, so we want to hold that awareness of what was so that we can practice releasing it and simultaneously with intention builds something new or modified doesn't have to be brand spanking new that actually that example of like the mom belief was a modified belief right um and i think too so that's kind of like the core technique i want to leave you with um and i want to just talk about just a couple other things that I think would be of helpful aid. Um, but that could be a really te- good technique um, to put into practice. And we'll have journal prompts on Patreon uh, for it as well to help you walk you through it step by step. Um, but yeah, that can really help you be very conscious about navigating that that change, that transition. Um in a way where hopefully we kind of minimize, uh, we keep that overlap to a minimum, right? So there aren't just a bunch of like loose ends hanging in the past and in the, in the old way and in the new way, and then everything's getting tangled up and it's getting really exhausting. So the other advice I would give you for navigating this change is finding admiration, gratitude, and opportunity in it. Um, sometimes change is choice and sometimes change is not something we choose, right? That's a very real thing. Um, so I always aim to find the light in whatever the situation is. Um, find the admiration, you know, find what you admire about it. Find the benefit of it. Find things to be grateful for with it. Um, see the opportunity in it, right? See what it's granting you, what it's allowing you, even if it's the release of something, right? Or maybe it's the gain of something. Um, There's always an opportunity. There's always a benefit. There's always a light in every situation, every single situation. We just have to be willing to dig for that. Um, And we can acknowledge how we're feeling about it. Um, Because that will most likely come up if there is like some resistance or friction with it. We can acknowledge that and we can see that. And then we can do something about that, right? Rather than just sitting in that place of tension and friction and just... (laughs) 
that nobody wants to be in, right? I'm not telling you to um, stuff down your emotions. See it, accept it, respect it, and then do something about it. Because if you just see it, you'll just sit in it and it will not improve. Most likely. Might clear itself up, but it's going to be better facilitated if you allow yourself to see the light in the situation and really feel it and lean into that and allow yourself to keep choosing to see that even as your brain adjusts and also tries to maybe grab Z's back at the old ways. Um, Because it can do that until you've conditioned it enough with the new way to go, ah, oh, we're doing it this way now. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I was a little slow on that one. I'll be there soon, right? We have to be patient with our brains. And so that's why this practice is really important. Um, And then lastly, give yourself grace with the transition. Um, Really, really do. You know, know that it's not going to look perfect or seamless um, or be like one skip and a hop to the next. Uh, it'll, it'll take a little bit of effort. It, um, will take a a bit of a little bit of time and that's okay. That's, that's normal, right? Um, but allow yourself to fully commit to the change because when you can do that, uh, it will go smoother and quicker guaranteed and will not be something that you are constantly like, jumping back and forth and going, well, I like the old way, but the new way is fine. I don't know. Maybe I go back and then this way. And it just, you're just jumping around. You know, you can't cross the stream if you're trying to keep a foot on both sides. (laughs) You have to commit. um, And that's going to help you a ton. So that is it. That is it for this episode. Uh, If you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon (gasps) named Frank. And you can also check out my books, services, and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.